Hello everyone, welcome to Typhoon Talks, brought to you by Typhoon Consulting, a boutique management consultancy headquartered in Hong Kong. My name is Annie Tseng and I'm an analyst here with the firm. Immature business processes pose great risk for projects, be it through mistakes in implementation or lack of capability. Continuing our series on operations excellence, today we'll be focusing on better understanding business process maturity. How exactly can it help your organization? And we'll be speaking, as always, with Arthur Lee, a senior manager at Typhoon. Welcome, Arthur. Hi, Annie. It's great to be back. Awesome. So let's just dive right in. In a few sentences, what is business process maturity? Good question. So um, I'm tempted to give a uh, textbook definition, but business process maturity uh, at its most simplest terms is an as-is assessment to understand how mature your business processes are. Um, from an operational perspective, from a documentation perspective, your operating model, uh, the people skills, the behaviours and the leadership competencies to ensure that you can run your business effectively. That's what it is at its nutshell. What exactly distinguishes this framework from other operational excellence frameworks? What are its specific strengths? Sure. I think Annie here, it's um, business process maturity and, and the concept of using these types of assessments uh, is very important for strategic uh, decision makers. So compared to other operational excellence disciplines, I think in one of our episodes we talked about Lean and Six Sigma. Right. Lean and Six Sigma belong in the family of business process re-engineering tools. Mm-hmm. So you use these when there's a problem in the business or there's a problem in a, in a process. It's a diagnostic tool to understand what are the root causes are and what um, solutions are available to, to rectify that. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to that, I think business process maturity takes it up at a, at a much higher level, strategic level. So prior to engaging in any major transformation objectives or activities, or before you do any process re-engineering, it is very good to take a stock take of um, where the business maturity is. And it's very grounded in, in science as well. So maybe I can spend a bit of time talking a bit about um, uh, you know, where, where it originated yeah. from. Um, We've always heard the term about organisations striving to to work best practice and and to be world-class organisations. What does that really mean? Um, I think conventionally there are ISO standards around quality, so making sure that if you think from a pharmaceutical industry perspective, it's about making sure the medicine is top-notch and doesn't have defects that would cause risk to to the public. Mm -hmm. Um, Think about safety for transport, you know, um, the airline industry, transport, it's about making sure that whatever they deliver is good. So being best practice means delivering on time, in full, without any errors. And to support that, it's about really understanding and having strong clarity around strategic intent. Why does your organisation exist? What purpose does it serve? Um, the customer focus, which is what is important for the customer, client or the stakeholders you're serving and being relentless to make sure that you get things right. And then finally, it's the delivery mechanism. So how can you ensure that you're doing the right thing? Right. And at the end of it, it's about processes and activities that will drive that delivery mechanism. So uh, business process maturity and the assessments is using that lens to understand what are the building block components that an organisation will need to ensure that it can fulfil that promise effectively. Right. Yeah, so I think that gives us a really good foundational understanding of what uh, BPM is. And I understand that Typhoon does have a 10-step BPM assessment. It's called the Match Fit Assessment. So what, what, is, what are these 10 elements and why are they important in the business process maturity context? Sure, Annie. Um, like all of these tools, um, 
these frameworks can either be very bespoke or it could be based on some industry standards. So uh, MatchFit was actually a methodology that I adopted from a previous organisation I, I work with. Uh, we found it to be really good and in Typhoon we've made some uh, slight adjustments to make sure that it's still relevant in, in today's market. Yeah. But effectively the methodology is very much based on the CMMI, which is the Capability Maturity Model Integration Framework, mm. which is used to actually assess best practice and world-class organisations. So there are 10 facets, uh, dimensions right. to, to look at an organisation to see whether or not it is um, mature enough mm. to you know, p- perform and, and also behave and retain its status as being best practice. So best practice is very much a qualitative term. Right. We want to turn that into something that's much more quantitative and measurable so you can then measure that in terms of return on equity for your shareholders mm. and stakeholders as well as being known for um, you know uh, being a top tier player in the organization uh, in 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 the world so you know whether they win awards or being recognized mm. in, in industry and if you look at it uh, it's called a maturity framework because from a scaling perspective we can assess organizations as being level zero which is kind of at the emergent phase uh, you know immature starting along right. its journey one to two which is at its infancy building certain capabilities Mm. three to four which is very robust very mature are probably leading uh, uh, and leading by example in industry and level five which is very much best practice and being well known in in the world and the industry for performing at at that level Um, so the ten elements uh, are bucketed around process obviously so it's about you know are you using the right process model and the mapping uh, to describe your organisation? Is there right, clear process ownership from your management? Uh, processes accountable and are people very clear on the responsibilities involved? Um, obviously, process documentation. When I use the word process, most people are thinking about arrows and boxes yeah. and, and workflow. At the end of the day, it's about the quality of mm-hmm. that documentation. Uh, the measurements and controls. So one thing that's very important is you have documentation. Um, how does that link to your day-to-day operations? What are the key performance indicators to measure? Are you delivering things on time, in full, right. to the right level of specification that, are, that is defect-free? And are you meeting customer expectations? Mm-hmm. There's no point delivering something where you think you're doing a great job, but the customers think you're actually very... Um, either below you know market expectations or right. below the industry average yeah. uh, there's other things related to measuring of how you use metrics and analysis as part of your reporting mm-hmm. to steer an organization uh, how quickly you can adapt to corrective action if there is um, uh, an intervention required um, how you use data to drive decisions around opportunity selection and prioritization and also about maintaining the, you know, uh, the discipline that's required. Mm. Sometimes when you look at processes, it could be a once-off. So having that long-term view, the leadership that's required um, and the relentless pursuit around quality. So you can see that um, from, from that perspective, Annie, you've got very hard 
statistical elements to being mature. Right. You've got people elements around leadership and behaviours. Yeah. And then there's also things around being market focused. So how you benchmark yourself against competitors, mm-hmm. what your customers are looking for, and an outward focus so that you don't internalise and just measure what you think is important. You're always making sure that you are in tune with the market needs and being agile to that as well right so i think a lot of people might confuse maturity with age of a company i wonder if you could speak a bit to whether the development of maturity in a business is a linear process and is it is there like a strong correlation with age could a startup be using these these measurements could they be considered as mature what do you think Mm -hmm. i think um that's a good question annie it really depends on, I guess, the appetite and the focus. Mm-hmm. So uh, match fit is actually always about clarity and focus. Okay. You will probably find a correlation for organisations that have existed for a much longer period will have had a head start, right? Just simply more time means that there was more available opportunity to focus on building maturity along uh, those dimensions right. that I mentioned. However, it doesn't preclude the fact that for small emerging entrepreneurial startups, it's about building those right foundations to be match fit. And I find the term match fit to be quite a powerful analogy, um, especially let's say if you think about a tennis game, uh, you know, you've got um, professional sports people who need to practice their game, prepare for the world tour and make sure that they have the right equipment, the coaching, the tools and the experience so that they can, you know, get to the the, the higher uh, levels of play. Same applies for any organisation. So what do you need early on in your kind of growth phase to get right? So I would say leadership and quality, making sure that um, there's a very clear focus on customer requirements and being able to have the right KPIs, the key performance indicators to make sure that you're on the right track. And then as you build out your business, then the rigor around documentation, Mm -hmm. consistency, standardization, being able to scale become much more important as well. So I think the discipline is very much still there. Mm -hmm. Um, Size is not a factor. Because on the flip side, you can have very established large organizations uh, and because of their size and scale, may find it very difficult to move from one maturity level to the next as well. Right, right, right. Interesting. Taking the match fit assessment, how would you implement the results from this into actually improving your day-to-day operations? And as a practitioner, what are some common mistakes that you've seen when you've tried to do this implementation from assessment to sure, you know, bringing it to life? I think uh, like any assessment, an assessment serves the purpose of becoming uh, an as-is tool. It's a baseline. Right. So, as I said, the danger for many organisations is that uh, the feedback or where they see themselves in the market can be very subjective, mm-hmm. it can be very qualitative, and it may not be a reflection of the truth. So, match fit helps to um, demystify and take the measurement uh, and the success of an organization's delivery mechanism, as I said, the backbone of how you deliver good customer service, how you sell your products, how quickly can you address market needs, back to its bare basics. Mm -hmm. So um, to do that, you need to have a good set of questions and assessments that will give you that quantitative measure. When you put the qualitative lens and some subjective measures, 
then you have a baseline. Mm-hmm. Once you have a baseline, you always have a common language to start with. I think for many, uh, especially large organisations, where you have a myriad of stakeholders, especially the CC suite, your CEO, COO, CFO, CMO, etc., right. CIO, CTOs, may have a very different bias, right. and it could be at an unconscious level, or it may be because they have a very different lens and a perspective to the business, where they would have a divergent view of you know, the health of the business. So this is a very good grounding um, to make sure that everyone is on the same page. Then based on that, you can then make a strategic call around what are the areas of focus. Uh, so coming back to what are some of the implementation challenges, uh, we've had clients in the past where they may associate poor quality with um, poor documentation. We're not hitting customer objectives because we're not clear on what we do. We need to improve the way we do our process maps. We need clarity and structure. Um, that may be a symptom to the root cause. Maybe it's about addressing market needs and the process documents maybe aren't being used in the right way or maybe the process documents are fit for purpose already but because of the way the market's moved, mm-hmm. um, it's actually not the documentation It's a problem. It could be around quality in the execution that may be an issue. So it's about reducing those red herrings and distractions and being much more focused around what the root cause is. Another trap may be when we talk about process, it's about numbers and metrics, but what's really important is behavioral change. So the leadership competencies, championing the, you know, um, what is really important. And whilst, uh, and for many of our listeners who are involved in the world of project management, time, cost, quality are the three um, balancing acts. So you can only usually choose two to sacrifice one. So as a leader, if let's say that cost efficiency is an important strategic agenda and people need to rally towards that, then your business maturity focus should be focused on things that will help the cost equation. Mm. And you may need to sacrifice or deprioritize things which relate to efficiency, speed, or even quality. So it allows you to then prioritize and then have a very structured conversation around making those choices because it will then link back to Annie, as I mentioned before, your process uh, business re-engineering projects. So what's the point of doing something that's about improving customer experience if you're not managing a cost? Right. And vice versa. Yeah. So I think that's where using a tool like MatchFit can just give a bit more clarity mm-hmm. and focus around how you structure those conversations. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think that gives our listeners a good intro into what BPM is and how MatchFit plays a good role in it. But that is all the time that we have today. So to wrap up, could you give our listeners some few key takeaways from this episode? Sure, Annie. Um, so I think from a typhoon perspective, business process maturity uh, is the discipline that's very important. Uh, that should be used at the C-suite at the strategic level. It's about giving good clarity around strategic intent, customer focus, and your delivery mechanism, which is how things get done. And process is one very important and sometimes overlooked um, lens because it's very boring, it's very dull, and not many people really want to get into the, the detail <laughs> in the engine room of running a business. But it is important and it's here to stay. Um, 
At Typhoon, we use a variety of tools and frameworks. Uh, MatchFit is one of those tools and assessments. Um, it's grounded based on the ISO standards that's uh, prevalent in the market. And it's very much aligned to the CMMI, which is, as I said, the Capability Maturity Model Integration Framework. So grounded by science, and it's a very good way to help organisations to do a stock take and a diagnostic of where they are mm -hmm. and where they aspire to be. And I guess the, the key takeaway here is, and it's a common theme with a lot of these podcasts, is that understand the business problem, select the right tool to deliver the outcome. So uh, if you understand what the business problem is, whether it be you've got cost challenges, it's a challenge around quality, it's around timeliness and speed to the market, mm. understand that and use the tool to then drive the prioritisation mm. and the focus that you need in your organisation to get operations excellence. So that would be my key takeaways for today. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, that wraps up today's episode of Typhoon Talks. Follow us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Typhoon Talks for more podcast episodes. Also, please visit our website at typhoonconsulting.com for more industry points of view. We hope you'll join us again next time.